Well, hey there, and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Reese. And I'm in a cheerful mood today because the sun is finally shining. It has been a long winter, and of course, with the pandemic, it hasn't made it any easier. So uh, I'm really happy that the sun is out today, and I'm just one of those people that are really affected by what's going on uh, in the weather. So sunshine is perfect, and it's a perfect day to talk about content. Now, last week, I did uh, a podcast episode where we looked at, um, actually, I can't remember what we did last week. Oh my goodness. We talked about our Instagram bios and looking at that prime real estate space that's available, those 150 characters that we have to really make an impact so that when we have visitors that are showing up to our, our account and our feed, that they get a good sense of who we are, what we do, and why they should follow us. So the next follow-up question to that, which is one that I've been getting a lot since that episode and since I taught that course, really had to do with then what content do I create? So now that somebody's followed me and you know I've made an impact and they know what I do, now what? And it really comes down to, to that content creation, which is uh, coming up with creative ideas, uh, being consistent in our scheduling, and really just being able to speak to the uh, audience that we are that are you know we attract and and most importantly our dream clients and I think next week I'll probably get into a little bit more detail on that um, in terms of our dream client and how to attract them but today what I wanted to go through for you was just really giving you a framework to work with if you are struggling with creating content because I know how challenging that is I post daily I plan ahead um, I do a one week in advance. It takes me about two hours or so, sometimes a little longer if I'm just not in the right frame of mind and I'm really struggling to sort of come up with the words that I want to use. And what's been really helpful for me is that I, first of all, understand who I'm speaking to, um, because otherwise I think I, you know, our messages end up getting a little washed down and maybe sounding like other people. And what we really need is to ensure that we sound like us and that it's a reflection of what we believe, the services that we offer, and it's powerful and impactful for the people that we are trying to attract and serve. And so what I'm going to do today is give you a bit of an overview on three sort of principles or, or foundations that I use as a guide. And I find them extremely helpful because anytime I'm coming up with a, a piece of content, whether it's an article I'm writing or for social media, I ask myself three questions. The first is, is it informative? Second is, is it inspirational? And the third is, is it impactful? And so those are the three pillars that I use. And let me kind of just talk a little bit about them. So when I talk about informative, is it informative? I really speak to whether or not I'm establishing authority in my space. Do I, am I sharing something that is valuable to the target audience that I'm speaking with? In your case, when you're speaking with clients, are you sharing information that A, demonstrates that you have authority in your space, so you are a professional, you understand the real estate space, you understand the challenges that they're facing, and are you providing maybe some solutions to some of the challenges that they might be facing, or are you giving them some information and insight that maybe they haven't thought of before? So that sort of pillar of understanding whether or not our content is is informative is one of the guides that I use in order to measure whether or not this is really going to be an effective strategy for converting, you know, creating content that converts. So that's pillar number one. 
The second pillar is whether or not it's inspirational. And I don't mean an inspirational quote, although those are great and fine, and I do those too. But really, is it um, something that has an emotional appeal? People are emotional beings. We are all emotional beings, and that is how we respond. So when something is not resonating or does not hit us in the core, we're less likely to act on that. And so when you're creating your your content, you want to make sure that what you're creating is inspirational. And when I talk about inspiring, what that might look like is, as we said, it could be an inspirational quote, but what about some feel-good stories, things that are happening in their neighborhood, or even just speaking to, you know, challenges and triumphs that your clients have gone through and how you've helped. So something that really hits home and really looks at the emotional impact. So we've got informative, we have inspirational, the last pillar that we're going to look at is whether or not it's impactful. And this is a biggie because, you know, if, if you're providing something that's informational and inspirational, then chances are it's going to be impactful only if it's relevant to the target audience that you are trying to attract. So here's where learning how to attract your dream client, working with a client avatar is going to be extremely beneficial for you. In order for something to be impactful for somebody, it has to be useful. It has to resonate with them. It has to match where they are. It has to speak to them. And so if you're creating content, use those three sort of pillars to really evaluate whether or not this this particular post or piece of content is going to be effective. Because at the end of the day, what we're after is engagement. And the only way we're going to get engagement, again, that call to action, what's going to prompt people to take the next step, which is liking, commenting, sharing, saving it. Um, what is going to prompt them to do that is whether or not they feel as though it's meant for them. And what you want is for people to go, oh, wow, like, I feel like that person was talking to me. That's exactly where I'm at. Or I totally resonate with that. Or I love, you know, rescue dogs as well if you're using a feel-good story or an inspirational post there. And so it's really about aligning with the people that you're trying to serve, the people that you would like to attract, the people that are your dream clients. And so those are the three pillars. Now, before I let you go, I'm going to leave you with a few sample posts because as we're talking about engagement, I think it's really important to, to sort of get a better sense of what are some of the posts that do create engagement. And of course, when you are creating something that is maybe personal or, um, you know, really serious and reflective, um, really relevant, you're going to prompt people, but you can also do it in a very fun, lighthearted way. And so I don't want you to think that you have to sit there and diarize your life and, you know, make sure that everything you're writing is serious and article worthy. And it doesn't have to be. There are ways of creating engagement through, but just by having fun. And I call those filler posts. Um, filler because they may not speak directly to your brand messaging, but they help Again, fill some space when you're creating content in your schedule, and they really help to increase the engagement, which is what we're after. And so a few examples of those are A or B posts, and you'll see those often on, on other realtors' feeds. You know, do you like the bright white kitchen or the dark romantic kitchen? Do you like the floral backyard or something more green space? Um, you know, is your dream vacation laying on a beach or being active climbing a mountain? And so those A or B posts 
um, in, uh, cause people to want to engage. They, you're asking them to choose and you're giving them a call to action. And it doesn't take long. So it's really easy for people to do that. And, you know, people are obsessed with, with those kinds of things and quizzes. Um, I've started using quizzes in my, my social feed and on my website. And I can tell you the amount of engagement I get from those is amazing. And so people just like to sort of learn about themselves, have some fun, make a choice, have their opinion heard, where it's very low risk. Um, and so A or B posts are one of those that uh, really create engagement. Another example is a problem solution. And this one's really great if you've identified who your target client is. If you've created an avatar, let's just say, and I've used this example before, first-time homebuyers. Many first-time homebuyers are living in their parents' basements. Um, whether they're married or single or you know engaged, they are trying to save up for a down payment. So their frustrations and challenges are going to be very unique to them. Maybe they don't have their privacy that they would like. Maybe they're hearing the footsteps upstairs. Maybe the parents are meddling and you know coming into the basement when they shouldn't. Um, so there's a whole host of challenges. And so when you can present a problem and speak to that problem very concisely, like, aren't you tired of not having your own space and privacy? That's the problem. And then you speak to the solution. What I do is help my clients figure out a you know schedule for down payment or a plan of action to save the money and da da da. da. So you're creating a problem solution post, and so that's impactful. It's imp informative, and it really reaches the core again of whoever it is that you're trying to attract because it resonates with them. Another really great post idea is the caption this. And so uh, one of my realtors had posted a photo of uh, one of her children from way, way back, and they were making a funny face or they were doing something. And so she kind of posted it out there. And of course, the people that knew her knew that that was her, her child. And so it was an opportunity to reconnect and, and, you know, rekindle and talk about memories. But the people that didn't know still had fun playing that game. And so they would create a caption based Based on what that photo says. Again, it's almost that just very fun, lighthearted, very easy to read. It's nothing too serious, nothing I have to think too much about if I'm the consumer and I'm the one who's scrolling through your feed. And so using that caption, this is another great one. Uh, now the last one that comes to mind is fill in the blanks. And so this one really speaks to my dream vacation is, and then you have them fill in the blanks. Or the biggest problem I have right now with my backyard is, and then they fill in the blank. And so again, it's the call to action that, that is allowing people to want to engage. And then actually the last one um, I can throw out there is a throwback Thursday. So anything that's nostalgic. People love responding to nostalgic posts. It gets them reminiscing. It gets them, again, getting all the feels. Um, you're hitting an emotional trigger. And so, you know, going back to a time period that you grew up in and finding images that were really reflective of that. Maybe a music album, um, like a cover of an album, or a particular toy that you grew up with. And so just by posting that, and then just saying, remember when, and then completing that sentence, again, draws people into that nostalgic feeling. And so those are some examples of how to, how to create engagement with your post. So we have those three pillars that you can use to evaluate what your what content you are creating to make sure that it is something that will convert to engagement so informative inspirational and impactful you have a few sample posts that create some engagement and what i would like to do is provide you guys with a prompt sheet 
Um, I find I use this often with my realtors and they find it helpful. And it's just if you're ever caught with um, not you know, having your creative mind on, or it's just hard for you to come up with content. I've created about 25 line items of prompts that will um, hopefully generate some ideas for you for your social media. So if you head on over to www.michellereese.com forward slash episode 43, I will have a link there to download. It will ask you to subscribe to the email list, um, but I do promise you I don't spam. Actually, the, the, the primary use of that email list is to send these episodes directly to your inbox. So you're not getting a whole bunch of spam um, at all, but that's what I will do for you. So again, michellereese.com forward slash episode 43. So that's it for today. I look forward to chiming back in with you again uh, next week where we'll take a look at how to attract your dream client. And that will really sort of lend itself into completing a bit of a circle that we've created with really being able to utilize your social media effectively to convert people into from visitors into followers and then from followers into engagers. Um, and then really making sure that you have a, an identity of your dream client that allows you to be able to create content that is informative, inspirational, and impactful. That's all for now, guys. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead, and I look forward to seeing you back here, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.